Welcome to the Women on the Rise podcast. I'm Jen Blandos, and I am so excited to share with you that for the next 30 days, I am introducing you to 30 of Female Fusions members from around the world. They are going to share with you their stories of entrepreneurship, their highs, the lows, what inspired them to get into business, which I hope will inspire you along your entrepreneurial journey. Welcome to another episode of the Women on the Rise podcast, and this is our special edition where we are featuring 30 fabulous members of Female Fusion. And today I am interviewing Melon Perez, who is the co-founder of the Melrish Studio. Welcome to the podcast, Melon. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. I love your story. You have had your business in the UAE, and I believe in the Philippines as well, for a number of years. Tell everybody a bit about your business. All right. So we started in 2009 because we actually, it's more of like a tragedy than how we started. We wanted to open a business, like a restaurant business in 2009. Me and my husband, we filed for a business loan, a personal loan, actually, for the business. We wanted to open a Filipino restaurant in Dubai. That time, there were not a lot of... Um, there we had this di- different concept. Uh, we said, like, we want to introduce um, street food, like, but make Ooh. it, like, more of cool, like... And then there's this, like, space that was available for us. So we booked that space, got a 500000 business loan, like, loan for the business, like, personal loans, 250000 each of us. Okay. The banks were, like, giving away money. So it was, like, yeah. so it was an easy loan. And then it was easy for us to get a loan because we were employed that time. Um, not a big salary, but, you know, so the bank gave us the loan. We wanted to open a restaurant, and it was, the business plan was there. And then we had my land, my old landlady, well, I knew the family very well. I thought. So she said, like, I want to be partner of the business. I want to be part of the business, a partner. And I said, like, she's going to be a good addition. She's an accountant, been in Dubai for quite some time, um, have stable, um, like, she has also a stable business and works in a construction company. And her husband works in an airline company. I knew where this kids are going. So I said, I fully trusted her. So I said like, and plus she's going to help me in the business because she knows more about accounting and all that. Um, So she said, she's going to invest the same 250,000. So we, she said like right now, um, since the, like the space is not yet ready, why don't I keep the uh, money first? Um, Invest, um, like make it, use it in our business. I'll give you interest and then we'll release the money. Like, like few months before the business when we start fitting out and then so I said that was like early 2009 and the the business was set to open about 2010 early 2010 so I gave her she gave me um, checks as guarantee however like um a few months after I said, my mom needs an operation. So I want, can I just withdraw a few thousands? So I sent her a message. She did not reply, gave her a call and she did not answer. So then I was like, okay, I know. And I was like, I called her office because she doesn't, she did not pick up the landline in her home. She did not pick up her mobile phone. And so I called her office, which I know because she always calls me from her office um, where she works, the construction company. Someone picked up and said like, oh, she's been a wall for two weeks. And I'm like, what? It was like cold water, ice cold water, like pour down on me. Like, oh, what? And I'm, 
literally like drove to her house. It was locked and I'm like called the airline company where her husband works. They're gone, practically gone out of the country, deposited her checks, all bound. So, so actually that was the start of our wow. current business. Um, good thing, I am uh, thank God that what happened to us is we were already doing photography as a hobby, me and my husband. Um, so, so you must have been like, how do we get money fast, right? Yes. I, I wow. was like, our combined salaries were not even enough for the bank installments. It was like, oh. we were earning that time together. Our combined salaries that time were about 11000 in 2009. Oh. And the monthly loan repayments for the bank were about 13000 something. So I said like, where are we going to get, you know, for our rent, for our food, for the rest of our expenses? So it like panic mode, anger, it's like all mixed emotions. Yeah. So depression. My mom was like, that's like more than 5 million pesos you lost. I mean, actually you converted it. I said, mom. Oh, yeah, moms and, are never helpful around these situations, are they? Yes. And because she's also panicking because she needed an operation. She had like some problems in the ovary. So I said like, mom, I cannot help because oh. this is what happened. So... Did you ever track down this woman in the end? Did um, you ever get any money no, back? No, they're gone. Um, I asked around the Philippines if anyone knows her. And then what um, someone advised to me, uh, someone ad gave me an advice that says, what I can do is I can file for a case, but that will yeah. again cost me money. I said, I don't have that much money. And plus, there's no guarantee that I will find her or get the money back. So I said, like, okay, better not waste my energy and money on that. And, you know, sometimes it is just, it's karma, right? That I, I really believe that you can't do something like that and it not come back to you at some point. It might not be next week or next year. But at some point, that comes back. And all you can do is put good into the world, right? And try yeah, to be the best person as possible. Yes. I actually look at it, when I look at it now, I see the bigger picture. I won't have the Melrose Studio, our business right now, if right. that did not happen. Yeah. And it's funny how those... Okay. It's funny how those situations happen and it feels so horrible at the time. Like, for example, the pandemic was so terrifying for so many business owners. But then those business owners who still have their businesses reflect back on that and go, that was the worst, but it was also the best because it helped people reshape their business, rethink about what it was that they were doing, make their business leaner, make it more efficient, use technology, go into different business areas that you didn't think about. Or some people all of a sudden had e-commerce stores where they never thought about that before. And so it is terrible, terrible. You don't want your worst enemy to go through that. But on the other hand, it was the best thing that could have happened because it pushed you where you needed to go. Yes, absolutely. You know, like 
when I look back at that time, it had made me a stronger person. It made me wiser. And it, you know, like, and it actually helped me, like, because the pandemic was really, really bad, you know? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but especially <laughs> for photographers, right? Because you need to be in front of somebody with a camera. Yes, especially us, actually, because our main bread and butter was events. So like 80% of our business that time before the pandemic. And we were like so hopeful because we had a lot of projects lined up, especially for Expo 2020. Yeah, you were like, Expo 2020 will come around. No problem. We'll be fine. And we had a a list, a long list of events that all canceled, all had refunds, like some of them who paid in advance asked for refunds. So... But I think that thing that happened in 2009 prepared me for the 2020 storm. So I think, yes, so yeah. looking at the big picture. And I mean, you're flying now. <laughs> like business is so interesting that that happened 14 years ago. And now you have your own studio. You have a physical studio. You have a big team who work for you. And I think I might have even seen as well on social media that didn't you take your whole team away on a trip somewhere too? Yeah, so we're always thankful. So on the 10th year anniversary, I took the whole team for Tbilisi, Georgia. And after 2020, I know it's not like like a milestone. The 10th year was a milestone. Like I feel it was like it's a decade, you know, to celebrate a decade. But after going through COVID, I just felt really thankful that we survived it. So I said like, okay, we're not, we're not earning a lot of money, but I feel that, you know, to be able to celebrate that we survived COVID, let's go to Armenia. I mean, but like 90% of my team members haven't seen snow. So it was quite a treat for them. They were like so thankful, like, oh, this is, I don't think I'll ever see snow again in my life. So one of them went back to the Philippines, resigned, retired. And she said, like, you know, I'm so thankful that I still, I, you know, like my lifetime, I saw snow and, you know, was able to play with snow. So cool. And from, I guess from a, a management point of view, like team is, team is one of the hardest things. And conversations I've been having with a lot of business owners, the ones who are seven figures and above, that, you know, they, they say, you know, networking is one of the powerful things that helps get them there but also as well it's really figuring out team and how you manage your team and that must be a really great way of motivating your team and kind of building that loyalty did you find that after doing that that it really cemented the loyalty you had it will cement the loyalty of the right people with the right people um but like I was also thinking, like, if I take them, you know, if I do this, if I'll be good with the team members, they will stay. But not everyone stays. But, you know, yeah. like what Leila Hermosi says, it's there, there's no such thing as uh, I don't feel like bad blood. Like, OK, I did this for you. I gave this and I took you uh, like, you know, to Europe. But, you yeah. know, but so if they leave, they're not the right team members. It's not like they don't and they don't feel bad like they don't hate you also it's not it's not a match it's like it's a, a relationship a job, right? exactly and it's, it's a relationship business. that means you're not the perfect match so might as well let go and you know be good about it like they'll flourish in another company maybe they'll be better and then you know maybe and most of them are really like we're still in good relationships i think like 99% of them are still good in relationships they come back they say thank they're very thankful and then you know so and i'm glad that some of them are really flourishing in other companies yeah i i love to see that too when 
Because people aren't going to be with you forever, right? Correct. So it's nice to see that, you know, maybe they got their, the start of their career with you. And oftentimes too, you'll see that those people, for example, let's say they go to a corporate, all of a sudden they need photography. Who are they going to call? Melrose Studios, yes. right? Yeah. I always say that also as well, because like my previous companies, before I started the Melrose Studio, I worked with several different companies and like three out of four of those companies came back and took me as the supplier for their photographer, photo, photography. So I said, like, see, this is why important. it's very important for you to build relationships and do not, like, burn bridges. You know, like, it's important because Dubai is a very small world and it's yeah. very important to build that relationship and, you know, build that trust. You, I, I always say to people, you have to be good with everybody. You have to be good with everybody. Even if you want to, like swear at them and say, you know, whatever it is, you do that in private. Exactly. And then you go out with a nice, happy smile, smile on your face and you're good with everybody. That's right. Because we, it's the same thing. Sometimes, you know, like clients will give you a headache and then be like, oh, you know, you just want to like, oh, but then, you know, and, but after that you release just the stress and then go out and say, thank you so much for yeah. the feedback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you have set yourself very ambitious goals this year. Um, and you publicly talked about it. There's, there's two things that I've noticed about you. One, you've really been pushing yourself to, to be out there and you're, you're doing a lot of videos. You're talking to your audience. You're sharing tips about photography, talking about entrepreneur life. And then the other thing that you've talked about too, is you've said, this is the year that I am really focusing on growing Melrish. And you're really focusing on bringing that to a, a seven-figure or multi-seven-figure business. How is that going? Okay, so it's, I mean, like, it's, for me, it's more of like, that's the goal. But the main goal is improving myself in the process. Yeah. I want to be a better leader. I want to be a better person, you know, because I will learn a lot. I know I will learn a lot if I just push myself and it's not about like if I achieve this if I don't achieve this I'll I'll be such a failure but if I try to achieve it I'll be one percent better every day and then and sharing that experience I feel like I'm giving value to others and that's what I want I want to say like okay it's not like the same thing like whenever I put myself out there someone will say like who's watching and who's liking it? And you look ridiculous. You know, you're, you're such an imposter. But I said like, uh, well, they might say that and my, I might look awkward, you know, I'll embrace the cringe. You know, I'm not that, I'm not that eloquent, but I said like, at least I'm trying. And what's important is my intentions that, okay, someone, even if one person will learn from this, then for me, that's good enough. Or even if my future, um, like my past self will look at this and say like, hey, you know, I'm proud of you because you're pushing yourself, then that's good enough for me. But, you know, you're doing a great job because (laughs) I've noticed and I know a lot of other people who are entrepreneurs have noticed as well and said, you know, hey, have you seen Melon? She's, you know, (laughs) out there. She's doing a really great job. And it's so I'm so proud of you to see (laughs) how hard and how intentional you are at working on your business. It's really... uh, I can imagine a year from now is going to be a very, very different 
business again, that it's probably you're going to see a big transformation. Yes. It's consistency. Yes, consistency is the key. Yes. And there's just, just, you know, just hustling. So they said like, I actually before, like they said like they, there was this cancel culture against hustle, but I watched, I, I keep watching the hormosis, but Alex hormosis says like, well, if that's you, if that's something that you enjoy, if hustling is something that you enjoy doing, yeah. then you know why why listen to what others say. So I said like, and plus, is your hustling not just because you want to show off or you want to, you know? But it's more of like trying to prove something to yourself and improve and help others. So, and look, people, if it if it works for you and if it makes you happy, there is no set way of doing anything. Correct. What works for me might not work for you, and I wish that more. People would talk about that and more of these gurus who are out there. You don't need to do it like them. It's whatever is going to work for you, your business, your team, your family. That's what's important. Absolutely. Yes. Well, Melon, thank you so much for joining me <laughs> on the podcast and sharing your story. It's been so inspirational. Thank you so much. I hope I inspired someone and I hope the, listen, the, pe- the people listening are ins- get inspired too. I think they absolutely will. And I'm looking forward to seeing the growth in your business. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Women on the Rise podcast and our 30 most inspiring female entrepreneurs. If you are inspired by today's episode, why not come and join us in Female Fusion? We would absolutely love to have you. This is where you will be able to connect with the most incredible female entrepreneurs who are all committed to building a most profitable business. All you need to do is head over to femalefusionnetwork.com forward slash join. I look forward to seeing you on the inside.